Lynn Wood suggests that Trump should declare martial law over the election. Sidney Powell says that people have been beaten up and hospitalized for talking about voter fraud. And a Michigan witness testifies that military ballots looked like photocopies with zero votes for Trump. We're going to get into all this and more. But before we get started, please drop this video like, subscribe to the post notifications on, and send this video to your Republican friends because I will give you guys the news that the mainstream media won't. Also, there's going to be random ads playing in this podcast that help fund and support the show. So please bear with me. Now, let's get into this. Not one of the military ballots was a registered voter. Um, and the ballots look like they were all exactly the same Xerox copies of the ballot. They were all for Biden across the board. There wasn't a single Trump vote. And none of the the voters are so real quick what she's saying is that this is a this is a michigan witness testifying that military ballots looked like photocopies with zero votes for trump registered they had to manually enter the names and addresses and a birth date of 1 1 2020 which would override the system and allow them to enter non-registered voters of which i saw several that day throughout the day that's how they would override voters that were neither in the electronic poll book or the supplemental updated poll book thank you so for all the fact checkers that are watching this, this is just a claim until officially proven as an official case of voter fraud. So let's read into exactly. A witness in the Michigan election integrity hearing alleged that all the military ballots she observed looked like Xerox copies of each other. The witness said that none of the ballots were from registered voters and all were from for the Democrat Joe Biden. Now, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say if, you know, there are random ballots being, you know, um, gathered up for counting uh it's a little fishy that all the ballots that she looked at from a particular group were all for joe biden i mean it's not to my knowledge they don't sort the ballots on who they voted for before counting them not one of the military ballots have been registered voter and the ballots looked like they were all exact the same xerox copy from the ballot the witness testifying in the state committee uh this testimony on absentee ballots processing at the TCF Center in Detroit uh, came apparently a month after the Senate and House Oversight Committee's first approved subpoenas related to the Michigan general election. Uh, and somebody tweeted out, a witness in the Michigan hearing, and se- hearing said that Dominion voting machines were connected to the in- Internet. If true, that's such uh, security vulnerability. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, that's a whole other thing going on, too, right now, is that the Dominion genes weren't connected to the Internet. Now, that, one, leaves it open for hack. Two, I guess it also leaves it open for the numbers to go to a database and people could, you know, if someone's trying to rig the election, could make a switch, make an adjustment, or make a call. Uh, all, all possible situations. She continued, they were all for Biden across the board. There wasn't a single Trump vote, and none of the voters were registered. I mean, this is why we have poll watchers. This is why we have people watching. And it seems like there's a lot of witnesses and people coming out saying that they did witness fraud. So what happens when they're supposed to witness fraud? Like, what are we supposed to do? Like, that's why they're there. They're watching for a reason. So when people are saying there's no evidence of fraud, I mean, the people who are literally watching the ballots being counted are literally saying, yeah, we we saw this, that, and the other thing. There's a lot of irregularities, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff that may or may not be explained as fraud or not, you know, it's an irregularity, you know what I mean? There's a difference between, so it's like, for this is for the fact checkers, It it's, you cannot officially prove something as fraud, I guess, without having it completely, you know, verified and officially proven. Uh, but what you can observe without having it officially proven is at least the re- irregularities. So when people say there are no irregularities, that's just a complete and utter lie because, 
it, it, like that the proving irregularities doesn't need to be officially proven like that's irregular and the story it's a, it's a word that's irregular so they had to manually enter the names and addresses with the birth date of 1 1 2020 which would override the system the witness stated and a lot of them had to enter not non-registered voters which i saw several that day throughout the day that's how they would override voters that were never in the electronic poll books or the supplemental updated poll books. I mean, another possibility is that Biden votes could have came through. Like, I'm, I'm sure this has happened. I'm sure a lot of Biden votes have probably came through the door um, only for the counters to find out oh this person wasn't registered oh this person didn't do xyz properly but they voted for biden so let me just finesse the system to get their vote to be counted that is another possibility of the voter fraud now i mean when you have a mainstream media and a, and a big tech and all the powers that be uh promote orange man bad get orange man out at you know all costs you know uh they're burning down the cities you know these people don't lack these people lack the moral responsibility of properly conducting uh any form of election or any form of political opinion where you'll watch videos of people being interviewed on the streets and you know a lot of people on the left think that the ends justify the means if we have to rig an election to get trump orange man bad literally the h word out of office then it's fully justified in their mind in their worldview so i mean just like burning down the city it's fully justified to fight racism burning down the black community is fully justified to fight racism voter fraud fully justified to end orange man bad these people don't care about our country they don't care about having free and fair elections they don't care about freedoms they don't care about anything they just care about what is good for them or what's been good for their brainwashing and their conditioning i mean every single main power at b big tech big business big corp uh, i guess even wall street i mean have, has uh biden bought out big mainstream media all of hollywood uh, our enemies our biggest enemies all want one thing socialism by biden as president so dear democrats you're not rebels you're not anti-system you literally are the system you're destroying small businesses while and that directly helps major big multi-trillion dollar corporations and entities so you know yeah you're not championing the people Okay, you're doing the bidding of the people at the top. So attorney Linwood suggests that President Trump should declare martial law to hold a new election. What are your thoughts? So let's see exactly what is said. Linwood tweets out, good morning. Our country is headed to a civil war, a war created by third party bad actors for their benefit, not for we the people. Communist China is leading the nefarious effort to take away our freedoms. President Trump should declare martial law. Now, I'm going to give the case in both directions. I'm going to give the case for why he should declare martial law and why he shouldn't. So, let's see. Um, anything else written in this article? One, I do think for the case for Trump to declare martial law is, uh, yeah, I mean, Lynn Wood is pretty much correct. Our enemies, uh, socialism, uh, the, all the irregularities, the, all that potential voter fraud, uh, it seems like... Is a, I mean, Linwood probably knows more than what we know what's going on. This, this, this election has clearly been stolen. This election has clearly been rigged by our enemies, foreign and domestic. It, this, we got to think about it. When 
Trump has been doing such a good job for the people of the world, not for just the people of America, for the people of the world. Trump has been doing good work. He's been good, doing good work to tear down and destroy the established order literally across the entire world. And he's, he's, look what he's done in just four years. Rhino Republicans are scared. Democrats are scared. Socialists are scared. The powers at be are all scared. So all the powers at be all collectively work together or independently to get Trump out of office, uh, you know. You got, you know, the corrupt Wall Street people. You got the, the corrupt Chinese people. You got Iran. Uh, you got terrorist organizations. Uh, <laughs> you got the socialists, the Democrats, the American people who are brainwashed. All these people at B, all working together to get Trump out of office and to reclaim the established order. Now, they, I think they were just so confident that Hillary Clinton was going to win in the last election, so they didn't really pump up the fraud as much, but... In this case, they knew they needed to get him out no matter what. Under any circumstance, they needed to get him out. Now, knowing that, to help save this country and save this election, that could be a very possible solution to declare martial law. But what I think, I think that that would have actually more negative repercussions than positive repercussions. Being that, one, you'll have the brainwashed people of this country completely activated to riot, burn, loot, steal. And then you'll have those brainwashed people completely activated to reject President Trump under all circumstances, even more than they did in the first election. Uh, you're going to have four years of massive civil unrest and rioting until they get bored or until they get jobs, which, let's be real about these people getting jobs. So it could it could lead to more problems. Uh, what I think obviously the better solution would be is to win it in the courts. Uh, I still think at that point you will you would still have a lot of people rejecting, but it would be less of a more, uh, I guess, something that obviously the left is going to call it fascist no matter what. But it would be less of more of, a, you know, banging the gavel, martial law, redo the election. It would be more of, okay, we're going to go through all these processes, and then I win. Um, that, you know, because if, if, if he, let's say Trump did, did declare martial law, and we did, redid the entire election. You know, if we, if, we read, if we redid the entire election with only in-person voting, Trump would probably win 45 to 47 states. Um, this is the thing. This is this is what makes it as tough as possible. Is one, we need to get Trump in. But two, I want Trump to get in through the most obviously all the processes of Trump getting in would be legal, but I want Trump to get in in a process that's obviously not just legal, that's in a way where it's like, look, we're right. I don't want us to have to do a bunch of loopholes. I want us to be like, look, we proved the fraud. Now we won. Look, we proved this fraud in this state, that state, and the other state. And the people voted in power and they ended up going with, you know, some stuff like that, where we do it in a step-by-step -step proper, uh, proper way. So just to kind of thought, thought, I, I don't know the proper word, just to, to kind of calm the ease of the people on the left who are going to have a shit show, a shit storm. You know what I mean? They're going to absolutely lose their mind. Uh, I want us to go in a way that would make them not lose their mind as much because we know that these people are destructive. 
<laughs> they're going to start burning the cities down. The, the Democrats are going to keep lockdowns going. And, it, and it's going to be a brutal four years. So I'm confident that we're going to have Trump as president no matter what, what direction we go. And that is a net positive no matter what. But if we have multiple options and multiple pathways to victory, maybe we should go the pathway of not so much least resistant, um, the least destructive route. Because it's not us that are going to be doing the destruction. We all know that. It's the left. What's going to make the left be least destructive? Obviously, there's going to be destruction no matter what. So maybe what I'm saying doesn't even matter. Maybe whatever, however the outcome comes to be, it would be the same exact reaction from the left and the Democrats and the Democrats in power, who knows? That's just just my opinion, and there's no way of knowing. But we know these people are destructive people. Sydney Powell says that a witness of election irregularities is now in the hospital after being beaten. So Sydney Powell accuses Democrats of using voter machines to inject votes to Joe Biden and take away votes to President Donald Trump in an interview with FNC's uh, Sean Hannity uh, on Monday. Powell said people have been hospitalized for speaking up about voter fraud. They will, be, they, they will be collecting a lot more evidence from Nevada where there is massive corruption, Powell said in her legal team. We've got evidence of corruption all across the country in countless districts and machine ran an algorithm that shaved votes from Trump and awarded them to Biden. They used the machines to trash large batches of votes that shouldn't have been awarded to President Trump. And they used the machine to inject a massive uh, and mass and add massive quantities of votes to Mr. Biden. I thought Democrats told us that we had that we had that we like whistleblowers. Hannity said, "You're saying these people can't talk because they're going to lose their jobs." Uh, Powell then said, "They're going to lose their jobs. Their lives have been threatened. One witness we know got beaten up and is in the hospital." There have been all kinds of repercussions against people who have come forward to tell the truth. And no, Democrats don't like whistleblowers. They only like liars who claim they're whistleblowers. 100% true. <laughs> I mean, I do not doubt that there are people in the hospital right now that were witnesses that were going to come out. Because the left has done nothing but bully and try to destroy the lives of the people who are working to try to get to the bottom of this fraud. The left loves to destroy honest, everyday people. If you go against anything that the left says, they will make it their mission and their duty to destroy you. And we've seen, we've seen them do this for the last five years. Innocent people that are coming out, yeah, I witnessed fraud. And then the left will go, find out where their kids go to school, send them a bunch of threats, Docks their address, docks their home phone number, and try to bully and intimidate them into submission. And we've seen it. We've seen it happen, and we've seen people bullied into submission. We've seen people reject the bullying into submission. We've seen this. We never see that stuff from the right. If we do, I'll disavow it. If if, if I see right-wing commentators start to post the address of innocent everyday people who just hate Trump and want Trump out of office, I will be furious. I would be calling it out. And that's not right. That's not us. 
the left, that's that's their mainstream opinion. Oh, oh, you go against us? Oh, you want to call a voter fraud? Well, I'm about to post where your kids go to school. I'm about to post your home address. I'm about to post your phone number. I'm about to post everybody in your family's number. Oh, I'm going to call up your employer and get you fired. I'm going to destroy your livelihood. I'm going to destroy your life. But, hey, hey, if you verify these this, this election, if you don't come out as a whistleblower, we won't do any of those things. That's how the left bullies and puts people into submission. And if you're, if, you, if, if obviously nobody left wing is watching this far into this podcast, if you are left wing and you still don't see that, then you need to wake up. You need to take the red pill. I'm sorry to break it to you. Some, somebody needs to jog it out of you. Like, look what's going on. Just go on any of the Twitter trends. They were literally wishing death upon Rand Paul yesterday because he was right about COVID. Because he was right when he was talking to Dr. Fauci over a month ago about infection rates at schools. Rand Paul, Rand Paul turned out to be right, proven by Fauci. How does the left respond? Oh, that the neighbor should have finished the job. That Ron Paul's neighbor was trying to save America because, you know, the neighbor beat up Rand Paul and he had to get sent to the hospital. Imagine, just imagine that happened the other way around. Imagine if AOC got beaten up by a neighbor we would not hear the end of it for six years they would be going to that every single time remember when a democrat a bernie bro shot up a republican baseball game i mean it it seems like things that these stuff that i'm saying doesn't exist because the media has buried it under the rug so fast so quickly to make them completely insignificant it just sounds like words coming out of my mouth but that's what happened and guess what? I mean, even we talk about it. But for the most part, we, we move on a, a week later. Want to know why? It's because they're just doing another thing. The Democrats move on 10 seconds later if they even cover it because they want to bury it. We end up moving on from those stories because then there's just another story that's very similar. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you want to listen to the full episode of my podcast, go subscribe to The Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps. Also, this show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So if you become a Patreon, patreon.com slash joeysalads, I will give you a call to say thank you. Just give me like a week or two to give you a call. Also, text me to stay updated on my newsletter, 917-540-8768. In case I ever disappear from the social media, you'll always have me on my newsletter. Uh, thank you for watching. Like, subscribe. Don't forget to turn the post notifications on. Peace out.